1: Welcome to Nature Folk. This is Selena Fox, and tonight we explore Equinox Sacred Sites. Nature Folk is one of Circle Sanctuary's podcasts that happen every Tuesday night on the Pagans Tonight Radio Network. We want to give thanks to our Circle Sanctuary radio team, that includes David and Jeanette Ewing and Deborah Rose, and thanks to Witch School International, which helps support the Pagans Tonight radio network. And thanks to all of you who are listening live and who'll be listening later. Equinox is a magical time. It is a sacred time. Besides being the start, autumn and the spring, it is a time that's long been associated with balance, with taking stock of oneself and one's community and putting changes. motion there are a variety of ways to celebrate the equinox one of those ways is to greet the rising Sun on equinox morning to honor the equinox Sun as it sets to connect with equinox day at midday. Since ancient times, humans around the world have taken note of the cycles of seasons, the cycles of moon, and cycles of sun. And those
2: who have focused
1: on connecting with, observing, and honoring sun cycles have done ritual at the time of equinox and the solstices. Why we have some understanding of the antiquity of equinox and its observation by humans is because there are sacred sites that date back thousands of years created by people of many different cultures that are on the various continents around the world. Tonight, we're going to take a look at some of these ancient equinox sites, and we're also going to talk about some equinox sites that are more recent, that have been created in the 20th and 21st century, and that are in use today as sacred areas for celebrating nature and the cycles of the sun. I invite you to call to mind the powers of the equinox as we begin our journey with this chant. Equal day, equal night, balancing dark and light. Equal day, equal night, balancing dark and light. Equal day, equal night, Balancing dark and light. I created that short chant for use in my personal and community equinox celebrations. And it can be used for autumn equinox as well as the spring equinox. And I've had occasion to use it at several sites with Equinox alignments. One of the places that many people gather to celebrate the equinox is in Mexico. It goes by a number of names. Um, probably the one that you'll see the most is the Cucullan. Pyramid or El Castillo, it's at Chichen Itza in the Yucatan of Mexico. This is an ancient Maya site and there are a number of buildings and other structures that have come to us through the ages over the past thousand years since this area was a powerhouse for the Maya civilization. This pyramid is dedicated to the feathered serpent, Kukukan, and the pyramid has four sides, with 91 steps on each of the sides, a big walkway that goes up, and when you add the four sides together and the top platform, you get 365. This is actually representing the calendar. The main staircase going up to the top of the pyramid has two stone serpent heads at the base. On Equinox Day, people gathered in the past and in contemporary times are gathering in the present, not only to connect with the power of this ancient site, but to see the phenomena the interplay of dark and light that's on this sacred site. There are nine terraces and as one looks at the effects of the sun rising over the pyramid, over the course of five hours, a shadow starts appearing from the top of the pyramid going down the staircase with the stone serpent heads at the base. This is the descent of the sacred serpent. And for 45 minutes, the pattern is apparent when the sun is out. It looks like the feathered serpent is coming down the pyramid to the earth. There are people that do their own kind of ritual there, people making rhythms, people doing prayers, and it is a really phenomenal um, sight to behold. The Smithsonian Museum of the American Indian has a very short, video clip that shows the phenomena. I have it on my main Facebook page or you can go to their website to see it. Um, you can um, go on a YouTube and put Cheats and Itza um, and the El Castillo Pyramid. Um, In your search bar, and chances are you'll see at least one version of it. It is really a phenomenal um, appearance. This particular pyramid was part of a whole complex of sacred sites in the Chichen Itza area, this ancient city. There is an observatory not too far away, as well as the cenote, a sacred well. In fact, under the pyramid itself, there is a cenote. And speculation has been that at one time there were some drought conditions and that offerings were put, um, this is in the bottom of the pyramid in the interior in an attempt to help bring rain. I'm thankful that this Um, important site has been preserved and that people have access to it. So twice a year on Equinox Day, people gather to see the undulating pattern of light and dark, to see the feathered surface, cuculcan. Also in Mexico, there is... A Pyramid of the Sun in Teotihuacan in Mexico. Although the name of the people who were the builders is not known, the pyramid is aligned to the cardinal directions, the pyramid space um, where the sun sets at the equinoxes. And this is another ceremonial site. Here people will go up to the top of the Pyramid of the Sun in the morning and face east and greet the equinox sun in the spring and in the fall. There are rhythms made, um, chanting, and this site also has nearby, at a place called the Palace of Quetzalcoatl which is another form of ancient feathered serpent, that there is a patterning of light rays going on a wall at this palace. And as the equinox sun rises, the shadow made by its ascent travels along figures. There's some birds and some other creatures that are on this western wall and it illuminates that these interplays of light and shadow at these two places in Mexico are also found in some other parts of the world by different people and different time periods. In the United States, one of these light patterning at Equinox time places is at Chaco Canyon. This is an amazing ancient site. It is said to have been built and used by the Anasazi. That's actually a name of the people given to them by some other tribal people. It's become the name that they're most known by today due to the archeological and anthropological research that's been going on. Of the different alignments there, and there's one um, with the Pueblo Bonito, with the rising sun in the eastern part of the southern wall, that's one of the places, and there's some other equinox sunrise at Pabi, and at the Casa Rincandada. Um, the two doors are aligned east and west, also linked in with the equinoxes. Probably the most powerful and most known, though, of the equinox alignments at Chaco Canyon is a particular holy site known as Pachata Butte known as the sun dagger, and there are carvings in the rock. There are two spirals, a big spiral and a smaller spiral that looks like a coiled snake, and at the solstices and at the equinoxes, the positioning of the stones that are part of this site are such that the light of the equinox will be taken in and the light ray appears on the big spiral to the right of center and then it intersects the smaller spiral that looks like the coiled snake. This happens at spring equinox as well as fall equinox. It also has patternings at the solstices. At winter solstice, one light dagger is on the left of the large spiral and one to the right, and at summer solstice, the light dagger that comes through is at the very center of the large spiral. Um, people are continuing to study Chaco Canyon, this particular site and the other places, and to share results with other researchers that are in the field of archaeoastronomy and astroarchaeology. The United States has a variety of different equinox sites in Montana near Helena, there is an enormous megalithic statue that's part of a rock wall, and it faces sunrise on spring equinox. There's some um, discussion and debate by researchers whether this was a naturally occurring phenomena that was um, worked with with humans, um, or whether most of it was created and placed there. There's also in northern New Mexico the Mesa Prieta, which is the Wells Petroglyph Preserve area. Midday at the equinoxes, there a shadow is created uh, by a rock and starts aligning with the outline of, of flute-playing creature. Near the Colorado-Oklahoma border, there's a place called Crack Cave in Picture Canyon. Here at Equinox Sunrise, sun rays go into the cave entrance and illuminate petroglyphs or rock carvings on the northern cave wall. This illumination lasts about 10 minutes. In Arizona, there's a sun spiral, also with a light dagger. It's with the picture rocks at the Hohokam petroglyph site. And with some of these places, you can see videos on the internet and can get some additional information and articles that have been written by scholars, by researchers. Um, there is a place in Oklahoma, Cave Two of what's known as the Anubis Cave, and here there is also a creature that is part of rock art. And I watched a video about this recently, and it, As Equinox Sunset comes on, the shadows look like a human creature that starts moving across the petroglyph and actually coincides with it. So another example of the interplay of light and shadows. At the Swansea petroglyphs in the Mojave, Um, northern part of eastern California, there's a whole series of raid circles, spirals, and suns that are linked with equinoxes and the solstices. These are at least 2,000 and possibly 3,000 years old. And there's one particular petroglyph that is illuminated at the time of equinox called the Light Serpent. And also in Oklahoma, there is something known as Spiro Mounds Archaeological Center. One of the interesting things at a number of these archaeological and ancient sites is that people are interested in seeing these ancient sites at sacred times. This area has alignment with the equinox and solstice sunsets and the archaeological center holds autumnal equinox walks there as well as events at other times of the year. At a place called Holden Weep Castle, that's Uh, Along the Colorado-Utah border, you have this area that was built uh, 1,200, 1,300 common era as part of a settlement. Um, Some say this um, stone structure was built as part of a solar observatory. There are actually several ports in the wall that are used to track sun movements. And the Equinox um, port points to the sunrise four days after the Equinox. So one of the interesting things about some of the Equinox sites, most align right on the day of, but some actually have the alignments a bit delayed. And some say that has to do with Um, agricultural um, processes, wanting to start a few days after the actual day rather than the day of. There are a variety of more contemporary sites in the United States. One of the most known of these is something called Mary Hill Stonehenge. This is in the Columbia River Gorge area in the state of Washington near the town of Maryhill. I'd been to this site uh, about 30-some years ago at autumnal equinox time. I was asked by a group of people that brought me in for the Northwest Pagan Festival that I was uh, a featured speaker at uh, to come and help facilitate ceremony there. So after our gathering, and it was very close to the fall equinox, we went to Mary Hill Stonehenge. Now Mary Hill Stonehenge is actually a replica of the old Stonehenge, but in its completed form rather than in its um, partial form due to some of the stones having disappeared or being Um, on the ground. This is Stonehenge reproduced as it was thought that it looked like um, years ago. This replica was the first U.S. monument to honor the dead of World War II. It was for the people in that county who had died in that World War. A Quaker by the name of Sam Hill started this, Monument in 1918 and it was completed in 1929 just a couple years before he died and this has become well known as a pagan ritual site in fact the cover of the very first edition of Drawing Down the Moon had a picture of hundreds and hundreds of pagans um, taking part in a ceremony there there is an alignment with summer solstice just like the, the Stonehenge in the UK, but it's also used just as the original Stonehenge used for rights at both solstices and both equinoxes. In Georgia, there's a stone site with megaliths that's a contemporary site. This was created at spring equinox in 1980. It's called the Georgia Guidestones. It's in Albert County. And there are 10 guidelines in eight languages that are inscribed on these pillars. And there's slots in one of the pillars that's aligned with the equinoxes as well as the Solstices. And yes, pagans and others have gone and done ceremonies there. Another contemporary site is right at Circle Sanctuary Nature Preserve. In the 1980s, we decided to create a sanding stone to the east of the cairn of our stone circle. We call it the equinox stone, and we erected that stone at dawn, at spring equinox time. It aligns with the rising of the sun on the horizon in the center of our stone circle. And over the years, that's been a site for a variety of rituals and Some people use that as a meditation place as well. The United States has increasing numbers of people that are interested in visiting old sites as well as creating some new sites for Equinox Celebration. Another contemporary site is known as the Sunwheel, and it's at the University of Massachusetts in Amherst. And Equinox Sunrise is a place gather. It's a very beautiful site, and it's right on the campus. I see that when I go to Equinox sites that I not only have the opportunity to connect with the power of the particular place, those who use the site, those who created the site, but I experience myself at an Equinox site at Equinox time as really tapping into a great network of sacred sites the world over that have alignments and connections with the equinox. As we continue our journey around America, I have another site that I've gone to multiple times. It's known as the Cahokia Woodhenge, and it's part of the Cahokia Mounds State Historical Site um, in Collinsville, Illinois. It's near East St. Louis, and they have equinox events and solstice events at Cahokia. Nearby the Woodhenge, which is reconstructed as a result of archeological research there, there are wooden poles that are set in places where the the hinge was in the past, there is the largest of the mounds of Cahokia. It's known as Monk's Mound, and it is said that the chieftain of Cahokia society lived and worshiped at the top of this largest mound. At equinox time, the sun rises, over the mound, and when you're in the center of that wood hedge it's quite spectacular to see that. The wood hinge that exists today has a series of cedar poles. There are 48 of them. They form a kind of solar calendar. Research has shown that this wood hedge circle actually was created over time and earlier circles were smaller and it seems that a series of five different wood hinges were created over time, each one getting bigger. People go to the wood hinge and do personal ceremony and there is some group ceremony that happens as well. This is the only place in Illinois to be a World Heritage Site, all of Cahokia, and it is a really powerful place to go and connect with the ancient Sun Cycle honoring of the Americas. In New Hampshire, there is a curious site by the name of Mystery Hill. It's near Salem, New Hampshire, and it's said to have alignments for the spring and the fall equinox, but it also is said to have alignments not only with the solstices, but the cross quarter days. So all eight festivals in the contemporary pagan calendar are said to have alignments at this ancient site. There is much speculation as to who actually created this site and one of the challenges in doing research with the site is that over the years some people have actually done some restoration that's good but some creative rearrangement which complicates the research at that particular place. Uh, That's the case at some other places that have some antiquity connected with them. And some of the research that's being done will take a look at what exists today, but some other archeological methods have had to come into being to actually um, hypothesize and theorize um, various alignments when stones have gone missing um, at some of these ancient sites. Canada and North America also has some sites with alignment. One of the most well-known of these is called the Majorville Medicine Wheel. Now, some people actually prefer to call these sun rings, some of the researchers uh, that have been working with this particular site. This is in southeastern Alberta. It's about 50 kilometers from Clooney. And there are some rocks that are called V rocks, uh, rocks that are placed together where it actually looks like a V. And uh, the sun alignments happen um, through these V rocks. Uh, some call this the oldest and most complex medicine wheel in North America. Um, Some say that this is 5,000 years old. There's a gigantic cairn, um, a ceremonial pile of stones in the very center. And some say that the Omak or the Blackfoot have contributed to this ancient site. Um, There's Bighorn Medicine Wheel in Wyoming and the states, and there's also something known as Moose Mountains Medicine Wheel in Saskatchewan, also having alignments. In South America, one of the most well-known of the equinox and solstice aligned sites is Machu Picchu. It's in Peru. It's an ancient Inca ceremonial site. It's atop a mountain overlooking the Urubamba Valley. Midday at the equinoxes, the sun is directly above this sacred stone, which in common language is known as the hitching post for the sun the Intihuatana, or the place where the sun gets tied. It's positioned so each corner sits at the four cardinal points. There's no shadow at equinox when it's directly overhead. And this site is not only Um, well-preserved, but it is an active ceremonial site and people journey to this remote place to celebrate Ponox's and the solstices. Also in Peru, there's a lesser-known site known as the Chan Kilo. There are 13 mound-like towers in a perfect line atop a hill in a coastal desert area. This is a ceremonial site and these alignments of each of these tower-like mounds um, are connected with solstices and equinoxes. In ancient Europe, there are a variety of sites with equinox alignments. When you go to Ireland, many people are aware of New Grange and its connection with the winter solstice dawn. Well, there is a place called the Loughcrew Cairn Um also known as the Mountain of the Hag. It's in County Meath in southern Ireland. The rising sun on the equinoxes creates this beautiful sunbeam that illuminates the passage into this place, and there's carvings on the back stone in the rear chamber. Um, the whole area of Longcrew is over three hilltops, Carnbane West, Carnbane East, and Patrickstown. And there's a cluster of 25 passage tubes that are dating back 4,000 B.C.E. So the Neolithic farmers of that time were very connected with aligning with the rising equinox sun. Pagans continue to do ceremonies at the equinoxes at this Cairn Key. At spring as well as autumn. And you can get some Um, beautiful videos of the light effects online. There's a hill fort atop the Greenham Mountain. Some say it was built in the 6th or 7th century. It is said to be one of the royal sites of Gaelic Ireland, but many people think it actually goes back even before the Celtic peoples. Part of Ireland Some have speculated That this was A temple of the sun It is aligned to The rising sun of the equinox And the light Comes through the gateway Into it It does not have a roof on top like Newgrange, it's open to the sky As the light comes in It goes Across this large the wall into the back wall and it is a very beautiful sight to behold. In County Cork in Ireland, there is an alignment with the Equinox Sunset with something known as a Wedge Tomb. The common name for this is the Hag's Bed. And here again, equinox sun setting, it illuminates the passage. In Ireland, there's a place called Nose, and there's a cairn there that dates back nearly 5,000 years. There's carvings that are illuminated during the equinox sunrises there. And this mound was only discovered about 30 years ago. So some of these ancient sites are just now um, starting to be understood and found, and the alignments are being discovered. There's a standing stone called the Ferrenfada, near Kumhola, near Ballyliki. It's an equinox sunset atop the hill. Um, You'll see a beautiful alignment there. And then on Paddock Hill are the Gotham Stones, this is above the Glen Macnass Valley in Ireland. And this is an equinox sunrise viewing point. There's also places elsewhere in the Isles. In Scotland, near the village of Blainfield, Scotland, there is an alignment of this site with the equinox sunrise as well as Um, the summer solstice sunrise. And of course in England you have several well-known sites. In the Stonehenge area you not only have Stonehenge and while the summer solstice gatherings of pagans and others um, gets much media attention, there are also celebrations at the equinoxes as well as winter solstice. An even larger in circumference stone circle is Avebury. It's near the Marlborough Downs in Wiltshire in the west of England. It's part of this very um, ancient complex of sites. There's Silbury Hill, not too far from there. And pagans have been continuing to do ceremonies at equinoxes and other times of the year at Avebury, so it's an active contemporary pagan site as well as an ancient site. Near Stonehenge, there is a wood hinge that has been discovered and researched. There's actually a whole set of different hinges in the Stonehenge area. And that, too, has become a favorite place for pagan rites. In France, a place called the Grotto de la Source, between Arles and the south of France and Montevil, and it is said to have been built 3500 to 3000 BCE during the Neolithic. Here, the equinox sunset. The light goes into a passageway and it's one of a cluster of monuments and as you go across the continent of Europe, um, you'll find there's places in Bulgaria, and Russia, and Greece. Uh, Malta has a megalithic temple in the southern coast of Malta and the Mediterranean Sea. Um, People are continuing to go there at the equinoxes and the solstices. A ray of sunlight enters this temple and lights up its main axis at the solstice time. And the spring equinox sunrise bisects the entrance to its lower temple and shines light right into the main passage to a small shrine. And actually, the spring equinox and fall equinox, sunrises and sunsets, will typically have the same phenomena at various sacred sites around the world. We're going to journey a bit to Asia. To Cambodia, there is... An ancient, enormous, beautiful temple complex, originally Hindu, later Buddhist, and it was constructed back um, more than a thousand years ago, it's said, by King the Second. He's a timer king, and At equinox time, the sun rises directly over the center, of the top of the center tower, and it looks like a crown on its pinnacle. The ancient Cambodians had both a lunar and solar combined calendar. Um, The whole site of Angkor Wat is aligned east-west which ties right into the equinoxes. In India, there is a place called Pankri Burwadi. It is um, consisting of two stones at an ancient site, and the sun rises. It has alignments with the equinoxes and the solstices. This site is also at 5,000 years old, and even older are the Mundumal megaliths, near Mundamal Village, that's in Telangana, India, and some say this goes back to 5000 BCE, and there are menhirs that have been used for religious ceremonies, um, One has been linked by local tradition to a male god form, another to a female god form, and the local people are continuing to go to this site and they offer prayers at both equinoxes. And some say it could be South Asia's oldest observatory. Well, in Japan, on the left bank of the Oyu River, In the northeastern prefecture of Akita are a series of circles. These are likely between 3,500 and 4,000 years old. They have alignment to the equinoxes and the solstices. And as you can tell, as we continue our journey around the world, Some of these sites date back thousands of years and are continuing to be used today as ceremonial sites. Well, in Africa, Egypt is known for a variety of ancient sites. The great pyramids are aligned to the cardinal points. There are some that say when you look at the pyramids overhead, on Equinox Day, you'll see that the sides of the Great Pyramid are are actually sloped in. They aren't entirely flat and actually makes it look like it it has more like eight sides. And there's some animations of this um, online if you're interested in getting more information. The Sphinx is also part of the Great Pyramids complex. And many people see both of these uh, sacred areas as being linked to the sun, and they have been places where people have gone for years in celebration of the seasons. Well, on the last part of our time together, I'd like to share with you some thoughts about equinox sites and a way that you can have your own home be a site for equinox ceremonies. The equinoxes are times where the sun is rising right in the east and setting in the west. If you are living in a place that has the sides of your home aligned to the directions, then that should be pretty easy for you to go to an east-facing window, or better yet, if you're able to go to the east part of your home outside, and to greet the rising equinox sun on Equinox Day and in like fashion, going to the west part of your home and honoring that sun as it sets. One of the real powerful things to do at Equinox time is to take time to reflect on balance. Balance for yourself, balance for community, Balance for the greater circle of life of which we are part here on planet Earth. Autumnal equinox is a time that the United Nations has selected for its International Day of Peace. This year, that September 21st, is actually the day before Equinox Day itself south in America and people will not only be at UN headquarters doing peace ceremonies but will be doing peace ceremonies around the world. We do not need to limit our prayers for peace, our meditations for peace, our rituals for peace to September 21st every year. But it is powerful to be able to join in with a larger working at Equinox time each year. So I invite you to consider taking some time out on Friday, September 21st, 2018, or listening to this podcast later, September 21st in some other year and to find a way for you to weave peacemaking, peace reflections, and peace activism into your own personal practice. And on Equinox Day itself, and Equinox Night, to be able to do some personal work as part of observation of this time, as well as to hold in your mind wherever you may happen to be that by doing Equinox Ritual, you are part of a great network of Equinox workings across the world in the present day and that have resonance to ceremonies that have happened the world over in the past, and in so doing, we continue the tradition of observing Equinox, of connecting with Equinox, celebrating Equinox, and keeping alive that ancient tradition So that humankind can be in touch not only with each other but that greater circle of nature of which we are all part. Equal day, equal night, balancing dark and light. Equal day, equal night, balancing dark and light. Equal day, equal night, balancing dark and light. Thank you all for listening. And if you know of some other Equinox sites that you would like to share about, please send me an email, selena at circlesanctuary.org, or you can tweet me, selena underscore fox, or message me on Instagram, selena Fox or on Facebook through my Selena Fox Updates main page. Or you can contact me through Circle Sanctuary, circle at circlesanctuary.org. I wish you all a blessed equinox and invite you to stay tuned for David and Jeanette Ewing's Equinox Ceremony. For more information about Circle Sanctuary, you can find us on the web, www.circlesanctuary.org. For those who are listening live and will be listening later in the next few days, the Equinox celebrations are just now getting going. The actual point of Equinox In the United States, um, on Saturday, September 22nd is 9.54 Eastern Daylight Time. And uh, we will be celebrating in a variety of ways. I will be putting some chants and some information out on my social media pages and platforms as well as Casey will be sharing them on Circle Sanctuaries various pages. We have Circle Sanctuary's Welcome Fall Celebration on Saturday, and I'm doing a new workshop called The Powers of the Equinox. We'll be having a variety of workshops and ceremonies, and we invite you to join us in person if you're in the area or in spirit. Uh, Equinox Blessings. And i invite David and Jeanette to come on and tell us about the music that we'll be transitioning with and a bit about uh, what they'll, they have for us for Circle Talk. Good evening.
0: Hello. Good evening.
1: Yeah. Hey, so, happy Equinox time.
0: Happy Equinox. It kind of snuck up on us this year, it seems like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I always celebrate for a few days prior. Um, There's something called the equinox tides, and it's um, feeling the energy build up to the time, and it's wonderful for us both doing some equinox work tonight.
0: You bet. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we uh, it kind of reminds us that it's, it's equinox time when all the pagan prizes start happening, and and uh, you know things are going on during this time of the year um as we do harvest work yes because you don't take in pride so oh, a big thing about that is the harvest and the donating of foods and things like that to celebrate harvest um and sharing the bounty so that's kind of some of that harvest work i guess that could be part of part of the equinox work we all do too
1: absolutely right. And so what do we have coming up on Circle Talk tonight? Uh,
0: Well, tonight we are going to do a live Mm -hmm. on the air ritual where we will be celebrating and honoring what we have gained this year.
1: Sounds fabulous. And we have have an Equinox song that's going to take us into your show in a few minutes.
0: We do. We have a song by uh, Dave the Bard, and it's called The Mabin." So we'll be transitioning with that tonight.
1: Well, I'm, fall Equinox is a time in the northern hemisphere of Thanksgiving, as well as harvest and balance, and I want to thank you both for... Um, All your contributions to Circle Sanctuary as Circle Sanctuary ministers and uh, continued Equinox time blessings.
0: Happy Equinox to you and all.
1: Thank you.
2: the power Blood.
0: By Circle Sanctuary and produced for all who follow the Nature Center paths join us here throughout the week for various programming connecting the community around the world and please don't forget to watch for updates on the Circle Sanctuary website at www.circlesanctuary.org and follow us on Facebook facebook.com slash CSN podcasts we can also be found on your favorite podcast hosting sites such as iTunes stitcher Spotify and others